Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Brada, brada, brada. I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the light. <laughs> cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius. It's three. It's two p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off big, Freddy. Get him off big. Richard Mulligan. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host and the man that says there ain't no luck in this loaded dice, but baby, we can give it just one more try. We can pack up our old dreams and our old lives. And best friend, Josh Briley, say hey, Josh. Or we could move to Mexico and have a thousand wives. What's up, my man? How's it going? Well, this is one of the first times in a long time, Josh, that we have done a remote show just out of an old, like, habit or an old like i've got to get that kick you know i have an addiction to doing some kind of radio and today i i called you up and i said hey i want to do a show what do you got going on and you know after it's a- literally not any way shape or form how, <laughs> how did it like, go what do you first mean? off you're a liar what are you talking Second about off, you, you didn't you didn't ask anything. You said nothing. All you said was, I want to do a show, to which my reply was. Yeah, what was it? It was, I've got things going turn on. Turn on the mic and start recording. Well, I couldn't do a show without you. I mean, I've, oh only, done, I've only done like two shows without you. Uh, well, if we don't count the old podcast that I did back in the day that we've never talked about. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't done a show without well, you, you. You know what? You you you're in the giving the giving spirit because it's Christmas time, as yeah. you know. And we talk about wanting to give out all of our duds in the package. You know, our our two death shows. We refer to them as death shows because if one of us was to just drop dead, there's at least going to be two more shows that are kind of yeah iffy at best. Right. So. You're just wanting to hand them motherfuckers out over the holiday season. <laughs> and to which I don't understand because if you hand out the death shows, there's nothing else. Like, all you'll have if one of us dies is one of us doing a tribute show, which will suck, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so, why don't you just give out your very first podcast it was done in like 2007 yeah. you were a goddamn pioneer you were blazing the trails for podcasting yeah you are a fucking veteran you're an og in the game i will say there wasn't a lot of people doing that podcast but like the podcast thing back when i did this it was That's one what of those, i'm saying yeah it was one of those things where it was like i really wanted to do something in radio but i didn't have any connections at the time so uh, uh, there was this, there was this little add on to like MySpace. That's, that's how old this is. There was an add on to MySpace that allowed you to like record whatever you wanted to record. So I just recorded what I knew at the time. And what I knew at the time was where I was wrestling. And I think I was wrestling at like TIWF <laughs> or yeah. 
I was going to say recorded what you knew at the time, three jabronis. <laughs> because it was so inside the stuff that you were talking yeah. about. You were like, yeah, old leaping Larry Collins, most up, man, how's it going? Uh, that match he's having in tune tomorrow night at the gym, it's going to be great. I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, and we knew I was lying because there ain't a gym in tune, Tennessee. I mean, let's be honest. At the rec center, there's like a basketball call outside of the building no, you so do y'all probably had it set up outside you do a show in tune you're doing it in an outdoor venue and it's probably going to be near the courthouse <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean i i told you a couple of weeks ago i was like hey man we got to talk about this and i was like as as embarrassing as it is to me you know what i mean it's like as embarrassing as it is to me we've got to talk about this and you were like what is it and i sent you a link and i was like i forgot i did a podcast at one time and, and no, you said you ever forget a podcast you did twelve years ago. It's <laughs> like, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I just remember, I just remember wanting to do something so bad in media, or do something like what we're doing right now. Like, if you would have told me twelve years ago that we would be doing this on a weekly basis, I would have been like, oh, you're shitting me. We're we're not going to get to hang out and do this on a weekly basis. But yeah, I just want to do something like this and. It didn't. It didn't pan out that way, and I think I did like what four episodes. I, I, you, you never really told me. the the only ones that I saw that you had uploaded. I think were two episodes. One of them was the very first one, which is the only one I've heard. And if you got some more, man, you need to let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> but thinking back to then and, and thinking about where we are now, I mean, you said you can't imagine. There, there are people now. Like I said. Um, I look in our our stats daily. You know, yeah. I, I'm just curious on how we're doing. And interestingly enough, we got more hits in other countries last right. week than we even did in the United States. Man, we had tons of hits in uh, Denmark. We had another one from Russia. We had some more come in from I think Austria and so, and some other countries as well. Now we still had a steady following as always in the United States, but yeah. God damn, man, it's just crazy when you think about it on the grand scheme of stuff. That somebody's here in our wild country accent, dick jokes in Sweden. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's a trip, man. When you think about it. Yeah. I mean, I've been blown away by looking in, I'll be honest and we should give some credit here, Josh, because, um, we've, we've definitely seen an uptick, uh, an uptick, an uptick. An uptick. An uptick. <laughs> we, an uptick. We've definitely. I've uh, seen a lot of upticks on uh, action pay per view. <laughs> I call it because it was bad boob jobs. It's when it would be a, a the, heavy bottom teat. Yeah, where the nipple was way Nipples too high. Yeah, where the nipple so was al upteat. almost on the shoulder. Like, and there was yes. a lot of under teat. Yeah. No. <laughs> we should get. We have seen an uptick. Uh, if 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 we will, we've seen an uptick in our uh, listenership uh, since we had been doing the shows with BT, our, our buddy over there at Shooting the Shiznit. If you want to listen to his wrestling show, he does plenty of them. Uh, I think he has like, what, 75 shows over there a month. Um, but if you want to go listen to that, it's great if you're a wrestling fan. Highly recommend it. Me and Josh, we dominate the last part of December here with some of his shows. Uh, like I said, shooting the shiznit, all one word, find him like you find us. We just concluded our, 
uh, Wednesday night dynamite show covering AEW. Yeah, man. And that kind of does beg the question again. I know it was asked on the final, uh, the end of the road, if you will, Wednesday night dynamite, are you going to watch? And I think I'm going to watch this next coming week just to see how everything pans out. But I honestly think if they piss me off one good time, I'll probably just be a clip man. How about you? No, I mean, I'm going to be, here's the thing about me. And I think, you know, this from when we were watching wrestling back when TNA started and, and for some reason, I don't know why I am a major underdog wrestling guy. So when TNA started and they had that little run at the beginning, and then I was brought in by Brian to do that little pay-per-view spot where I got beat up and pulled out by him. Like I become a TNA fan just because I was part of it. You know, it's kind of like listening to that WTF episode. You know, I really listened to it because they were talking about us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, with uh, Lance, is it Lance Levon or is it Levon? I think it's Levine, like Avril is it Levine. Levine? I, I never knew how to say his name. I just I always called some, it. Got to be some kind of Ken. Lance Levine or sure, Levine? We'll it looks like Levine, does it not? Like Hollywood and Levine? We'll go with that. Yeah. I, I, either way, he has a smooth jazz voice, and I think it's from that Earl Grey he pedals. Um, <laughs> but we love Lance. Lance is a good guy. Uh, even if he completely just destroys us about our Southerness and our awesome accents, uh, we love Lance and we love, I was his... going to say that's fine because you know, it's three to one BT is also yeah. a fellow redneck. So, um, you know, he's the only Yankee he's got that going for him, which makes him unique. Yeah. He has that natural heel persona. Am I wrong in saying that? He has that natural, like, well, he's, you know, he I, is the my, MJF. My daddy told me when I was probably nine years old, he said, son, there's two things you can count on a Yankee not doing. <laughs> That's telling you the truth or being straight up with you. Yeah. I don't know how that ties in. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think about when I think about people up north. And so no. you, you, you can't trust them. No, but I, I think Lance is a good dude. He man. is. Like you said, that he, voice is hypnotizing. Yeah. And um, maybe we can do some more work with yeah. those guys. I mean, I hope, you know, we could at least get Lance on our show or something. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, Lance has that personality. Uh, where he is a natural MJF. If I'm not, if, I don't want to overstep my bounds here, but like the whole time we were talking to him last week, he actually was talking to us about getting banned from Facebook. And I remember he made a comment and we all got quiet on where he was like, yeah, I said something about, he's like, he's like, I quoted MJF and I said, um, you know, white trash Hicks. And he's like, why, why would anybody get, he's like, are you guys offended by that? You guys should be the one offended by that. And I'm like, wait, is he calling us fucking white trash? Right now? <laughs> and I think we all got quiet, but we knew it was Lance. We were like, okay, all right. You right. got to take it in stride. You know, this man, you know, can walk to the next pay-per-view event. But you got to understand too, if we bust his balls about being from up there, mm-hmm. then He'll take it just like we take it. Yeah. That's what being a part of it's part of being the boys, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, we, we would never joke about his city being like the gun murder capital of the world. You know, we wouldn't do that. 
Absolutely know, not. you would have to dip, duck, and die. I mean, I can understand, you know, being like very offensive. If you know, it's called driving offensively. You know, not defensively, offensively. You know, that's that's what we do in wrestling a lot. You know, when we're on the road a lot. When I was driving back when I was in the territory days, we drove offensively. We, you know, we cut people off. We drove to get to the next town, Josh. And sometimes when you're in a city where, you know, bullets are flying, you got to hit the deck and you got to take people with you, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. we love Lance. And like I said, it, sometimes he does throw some of those jabs where you're like, it, it puts you on like, oh, we're going to have to fight, <laughs> but you realize you're like, Oh, same team, same team. You know, it's kind of like having, um, what's the guy's name from the Patriots that, uh, Antonio Brown, you know, it's kind of like having him on your team, you know, he's going to spout off, but he's going to be good for a hundred yards a game receiving. So, um, you, you just kind of let him do it, <laughs> but no, we, uh, like I said, uh, great to have that. If you go back and listen to the archives of shooting the shiznit, you'll see a Wednesday night dynamite episode from now, two weeks ago where we had Lance Levine or Levine or However you say his last name and his smooth radio. Why do you have to go and make things so complicated? Yeah, I mean. See the way you're acting like somebody else? You're getting me goddamn frustrated. Yeah. You know? And then you marry Chad Kroger. Exactly. (laughs) And who the fuck likes Nickelback? I mean, just a few bros that also like White Claw. Uh, They're probably white trash. Yeah. If they're Southern, then they're going to get Lance kicked (laughs) right off of Facebook. So, anyways, BT, yeah. you owe us a hundred dollars for yes. this uh, five-minute commercial. <laughs> but no, we have seen an uptick in in viewer in in listenership, not viewership. I mean, I mean, I mean, say, are they watching now? I mean, because. there is ways people can watch, but it's mostly blind people. Do we want to get into that? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh man, do we want to get into it? So hold on, let, let, hold on. Today, just wait, wait, just wait, 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 wait. Let me finish this plug. Uh, we do want to say like thank you to BT, Lance, all the guys over at Shooting the Shiznit for basically giving us a twelve-week promo for P3 Radio. We dominated like the production the last like six weeks, I would say, of this year. For shooting the shiznit and his pod and his podcast, just and that and that's not like us just bragging. That's us saying thank you to BT for letting us be on that much, right? Exactly, because if it wasn't for you guys and your platform, we wouldn't have got such an uptick in our listenership. And man, we appreciate it so much. Thank you. So back to uh, two weeks ago, Josh, we talked about and we we said it in a way to not. <laughs> <laughs> now, did we? Yeah, did we? really. We, we kind of did. I think did. we said it how we always say things, and thought about it afterwards. Like, <laughs> why did we say that shit? <laughs> it wouldn't be a successful podcast if we didn't do that, Josh. So, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about you were signing up, and and let's be honest, this is the Christmas season right now, Josh. We it is, are. It is the season to uh, to do good deeds. Yeah. We, and, like I said, my wife did a good deed yes. and signed up for the Two Blind Brothers uh, website where pretty much, like I said, there was three tiers of gifts. The $32 gift tier, which was the low end. Then you had the $53 tier and then the $73 tier. Now, 
this was, you know, those three tiers plus tax. So it ended up being almost 40 bucks for the lower tier. I got that gift in three days ago. So wait, 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 which tier did you sign up for? The lower tier, 32. Like I said, it ended up being about almost $40. Okay. Yeah. So it came in about three days ago, as I said. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so wait, 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 wait. So we joked about possible gifts that you would receive for your donation to this blind charity. You were going in blind and trusting these people to buy something for you for $40. And we will be honest. Let's, let's say they take 50% right off the top, right? That's, that's what we were assuming. I mean, I'm hoping. Right. Because if 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 it costs as much to make what I got, hold on, then... wait, wait, don't spoil it. Uh-huh. All right, so oh, we were, we were thinking. All right, so you went with the forty dollar tier. All right, so we were sitting here thinking, like, okay, if it costs, if they take at least minimum fifty percent off the top, and they say, all right, we're gonna get this person a twenty dollar gift for his forty dollar donation. All right, so $20, you're looking at a lot of high-end stuff. I mean, $20 doesn't get you very far in life, but you can get a nice present. I mean, me and my family, we just did Dirty Santa last week, and we had a lot of nice gifts. We had blenders, and, and we we did $10 gifts, Josh. $10 well, I tell gifts. you what, if you got $20, man, you got a buggy full at the Dollar Tree. So, yeah. You know, you, you would expect, you know, something decent. 20, but- 20 pregnancy tests. <sighs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, you could do it. You could do it twenty times, or 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 eighteen nervous. and a half when you add tax in. Well, I mean, there you go, getting specific again. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm just saying, you know, we had a ten dollar Dirty Santa thing that we did. If you haven't played Dirty Santa, it's like you get a gift, you wrap it. It's a just a general gift. You throw it in a pile, and everybody draws a number, and you get to steal gifts and stuff. It's it's really a good way to go. It's like where everybody has went with their Christmases lately like the past 10 years. So if you haven't played dirty Santa, do that. But my family just did their dirty Santa gifts last night, Josh. And we had some good gifts for $10. Like I got a portrait that said, like it was a canvas painting that said family. And it had this, this nice inspirational quote about how family, you know, won't fuck you over. Just don't give them $5, you know, in painting and in cursive writing. And you know, I think we gave a neck massage pillow. It was one of those you'd use on a flight somewhere. Like, damn, yeah, uh, you got the bone, dude. Yeah, God, I'd have punched a hole right there. Well, my wife, paint. my wife got That's a. What I got. <laughs> my wife got a very nice fleece blanket. It's like a eight foot by eight foot fleece blanket. I mean, so you're talking nice gifts for not for nine ten dollars. One of the other gifts we gave was a game called Gas Out, and Gas Out. It was this game where you had to like, I don't know what you did, but it, when you hit this little thing, it was like a buzzer mm. and it was shaped like a green booger. But when you hit it, it went <laughs> and it had different variations of fart noises. And gas out. <laughs> yeah, it was called gas out. And um, it sounds like a series of Iron Man matches in the WWF <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> but, but I mean, that was the stuff we got. So it was awesome gifts. There was even a fucking personal blender, Josh. There was a personal blender, like a, a magic bullet, not the one that your mom keeps in her, her uh, nightstand, but the magic bullet that was oh, with get... the control and the cord running from it. <laughs> <laughs> Those old Tommy hand crank magic bullets were the worst. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Anyways, I think my great granny had one. Of them. <laughs> 
my my grandma she forwarded the uh, the, the 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 deal though she was like that's just a cake blender <laughs> like, oh okay yeah we we noticed you leaning up against the washer on the third spin cycle old bag <laughs> <laughs> granny evelyn what are you doing <laughs> oh nothing joshua just washing oh. these large loads of of towels <laughs> <laughs> then i'm like huh, huh, huh. you said large loads <laughs> <laughs> she's like go back in the other room <laughs> uh but no man um that fucked me up. I don't know where we were. <laughs> no, but no, uh, my gift. Yeah, so so there's a lot of <laughs> nothing like a gilf moment to really just fuck you up, you know. <laughs> nothing to th- like the thought of an a 75 year old woman rubbing one out to a washing with machine. A cake blender, <laughs> with but a cake. it's actually an old school silver bullet from the 40s. <laughs> and that's um. <laughs> okay, so anyways. That'd make Christmas awkward, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> I don't want uh, Great Granny uh, Evelyn's fucking gift. She had to touch it to give it to me. Why does it smell like tuna? Oh, God. <laughs> now you're going to make me vomit. What the fuck? Well, you're the one that used real names, Josh. <laughs> you made it real. It was actually a great honor. Yeah. <laughs> you made it real. You're the one that has the young family that started early with kids, apparently, that you knew your great aunts. I have no idea who any of my great aunts were. <laughs> we like to fuck early and get them all out of the way. <laughs> oh, I thought you just talked about the hit and qu- the hit it and quit it aspect of your family. Oh, <laughs> at least half of it. Hold on. <laughs> that You mean that one? <laughs> oh, Mr. Hit it and quit it himself, Calvin. Don't call me for shit mulligan. Man, he stuck it out for like a year and a half. And I mean, that is better than some NFL coaches. Let's when that boy goes to start to wanting me to, you know, take him and do shit and actually, <laughs> you know, be a father, I'm out the door. Did baby. you know one of the stories I heard most about, like, you know, and this was coming, this was the most, you know, biased statement I ever heard because you know, you always get that. Well, you just heard one side of the story. No, I mean, I heard both sides of the stories. Like, you know, it's hard to have a bad side of the woman that stayed with you as, as opposed to the man that left. Right. (laughs) So the one story I ever heard that ever had any kind of bias, other than the fact that my mom pulled a shotgun on my father, (laughs) um, you want to hear that story? We talked about it before. <laughs> We've already talked about okay. it. Okay. Other than that story was the time that, you know, all my family made it seem like my dad was a pussy at some point. You know, even though he was a Marine and an Army, like he, he joined the Marines, retired from the Marines, and joined the Army. Like, so, I mean, I'll give credit where credit's due. That's a pretty badass, right? I mean, I guess. I or- mean, that's, that's more of a badass than I am. I ain't going to lie. Um, you know, but badass and responsibility. As long as they ain't got no fucking tunnels, you know, during the uh, the uh, the acclimation process of those respected uh, government agencies, I guess you'd be all right, right? Right. And although now I think he's like a truck driver. <laughs> so he's sticking it in whatever he gets. Three city blocks. <laughs> <laughs> How did we go so far from my fucking uh, blind brother gifts? <laughs> Hold on, we're gonna get back there, but yeah, I think like I mean that is a that is a fall from grace, and that's no disrespect to the truck drivers. I know 
you'll be the first to tell us you make America go around uh, by delivery. <laughs> I'm not trying to shit on truck drivers, and it sounds like I am. I'm not trying to shit on truck drivers. To be fair, we haven't been very kind to truck drivers since episode 16. <laughs> I think we kind of painted them all with a single brush. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know, episode 16 just got a recent like on SoundCloud. Like somebody just I, listened. I saw to, that. Yeah, I, I was that. like, that's funny. But but no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not trying to shit on truck drivers. And like I said, uh, you know, everybody tries to make their job seem important, Josh. You know, it's like, well, I do this. Well, I do that. You know, I'm I'm an educator, and I, you know, even though I get three months off a year, it's hard job. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to shit on educators right now either. But I'm just saying, everybody will profess. It's like. Um, I'm going to get biblical on you, Josh. It's like that biblical line where it's like everyone will profess how good they are, you know, when when asked if they're a good person. I don't know what verse that is, maybe in Revelations or something. But but anyways, that's the that's the line. It's like when asked, everyone will say they're a good person. You know, you know, when you hear these people talk about their jobs, I think, I, I think it depends on who you ask. <laughs> because you ask me, I'm going to tell you, you probably want to think about this. Because <laughs> you want my honest opinion? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm the other half of the, the yin or the yang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the yang to your yin. I'm about to yang the shit out of you. <laughs> but yeah. I'm on that end, I think. <laughs> but I mean, for the most part, everybody will exaggerate what they do. You know, even in my job, you know, I work with computers and stuff and, you know, there is uh, support groups for IT personnel, like where we hear these stupid questions every day, left and right. And we post them to each other and we're like, can you believe what this motherfucker said? But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we're pushing buttons. We're not like digging ditches with shovels for eight hours a day. So, I think at the end of the day, the grand scheme of things, everybody will say their job's tough. Now, with that said, I'm not trying to shit on truck drivers, but it is a drop-off when you go from Marine, Army, um, Starline, <laughs> or whatever <laughs> roadway. <laughs> rider, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> I remember, like, I had, like, like, and I had family members that were truck drivers, and like I said, they're oh, awesome. They they do, yeah. One of them really shocked oh, the family. Boy. But <laughs> one of them isn't a really good example helping your uh, fuck clean. <laughs> Ooh boy, we t- it's actually the direct opposite. <laughs> so inside baseball here, Josh, I talked to that person's daughter this weekend because we had Christmas and we were sitting there talking, and she brought up the whole weird truck driver experience and. Like she was like, yeah, I don't know if y'all knew this, and we're like, yeah, we knew, and and she was like, yeah, we saw pictures of them together, <laughs> and and we were like, yeah, we knew. To be honest, we're uncomfortable talking about it right now, let alone talking about you talking to them. So one day we might get into it. Like I said, like a sister. Oh to yeah, me. we'll definitely get into it. That, that it's it's too good of a story not to. It's almost as good as the story that we're going to talk about. Uh, hopefully here soon. Yeah. So that and, uh, you know, stealing a boat, you know. Oh, one, that's a whole other one, too. One day we now, I don't get, think we can get him on the show. No, he's, he's dead. He's in prison or dead. He's dead. He's, okay. He's dead. Well, we have to get a Ouija board and get his ass on the show. But. <laughs> We'd ask him, what was it like when you, you know were... his ass is going to come up from hell. Right. Well, I mean, anytime you have uh, sexual relations with a special, you know. 
Oh my God! It's the, okay. Okay, I'm just going to start. Whenever you do something like that every show, I'm just going to shout out which number it is in chronological. One. See if we can get another one. 45. <laughs> no. Um, so anyways, uh, Christmas. I did piss somebody off this Christmas uh, at my family Christmas. We'll talk about that in a minute. But anyways, getting back to the whole ordeal, you know, talking about the family and going back to truck driving, blah, blah, blah. Uh, getting this back to you is you paid $40 for a $20 gift. And that $20 gift, yeah, like I and said, I don't know, we took turns around a mountain road, like a truck driver to get back to this point. Isn't that something? Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is the thing, Josh, we go into these things literally 45 minutes ago. You were like, do we have anything to talk about this show? We are halfway through the show and we haven't even got to the three main points that we wanted to talk about. This is how good we are at doing our job. Depends on the way you look at it. Let's not, let's not sucking each other off yet. Josh, that's what the wolf would say. Let's not suck each other off. Not sucking each other off. Let's not suck each other off. Josh, Richard Lee, we heard you talking about sucking each other off. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) <laughs> Let, let's like it look like a yin and a yang going at it. <laughs> we don't That's agree awful. with that type of lifestyle, Richard Lee. <laughs> Both of them had Oculus's on. <laughs> Crazy shit, everything. It's amazing though; it puts you in a different world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if we're in the Oculus, it don't mean it's real, right? <laughs> you can do anything in there. <laughs> Oh man, if you are so a anyways, subscriber, hold on, bucks, hold on. Man. So if so you hold on, Josh, if you are a subscriber to BT's Patreon, if you're not, do it for a week and go and listen to last week's. Now, why are you was trying it? to do that? <laughs> why, are you, why are you trying to do that? If I'm like, trying, you're to, trying to get us so much heat. I told you. Okay, I mean, hold on. Yeah, it's a, it's a damn it's a fucking elified interview. Yeah, but so wow. <laughs> if if you have five dollars to spare for a December. Hook a brother up and hook BT up for his Patreon and just join for one month. I mean, just give him a one month trial just to listen to our interview. Was it that good or was it really it, that was good? Was it really that good? The Memphis episode, because the, the Memphis December. episode, the newest one that's out right now on shooting the shiznit is heavily, heavily edited. And the only way that you're going to get that is by going to the Patreon and subscribing and buddy, if they only knew. Yeah. My God. And what, my was, God. what was my line? We'll have t- heat for at least 10 years. Because with... he's only 70. <laughs> he's 70 and then he's gone, right? 70 <laughs> with a bad heart. We got 10 years of heat maximum. Oh, you know? But, <laughs> but anyways, getting back to the blind people. So $20 a gift. Uh, you're thinking you're going to get a $20 gift. So l- let's hear how things unfolded in your gift world, Josh. Oh, man. I went to the mailbox. I was kind of excited. <laughs> I got the package up. Um, you know, come inside, put it on the coffee table. I'll call the wife. You know, she comes into the living room there. We open it up, and I'm thinking, okay, it's kind of small, but 20 bucks, come on. It's got to be something. I pull out. And, I mean, you've told a lot of male prostitutes that, right? <laughs> 20 bucks is kind of small but hey it's 20 dollars. put it in my mouth <laughs> no don't tell my no. wife <laughs> all right go ahead so yeah we 
we we pull out, and I first off, like I said, it's for a good cause. I, I don't want to get straight away <laughs> from that too much. But because I mean, if they get straight away from that too much, they won't know where the fuck they are. <laughs> they'll need a stick to get back. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Whistling but, for a dog that ain't even in range. <laughs> uh, but um, so I let my wife <laughs> present there. Yeah. And I'm thinking, is it going to be a gift card? Is it going to be, you know, a cool T-shirt right. that, you know, has something about the foundation or whatever? Is it going to be two sticks tied together in a f- shape of a doll? <laughs> <laughs> None of those things. No. What did I get? What did you get, Josh? Socks. <laughs> so for twenty dollars, we're talking. Are, are we at least talking like some sexy knee socks for the wife? Dude, I'm gonna tell you something. They're men. They're they are men's <laughs> socks. But now look, like I said, this is for a good cause. And I'm all for yeah helping the blinds. And whatnot. Like I said, my mother's a half-assed dad. Hey, okay. Hey, you, I can. Hey, I can. Uh, I can sympathize with a uh, ailment. I got Is a question. I, I got a question for you. If they're short what? Americans and they're blind, are they mini blinds? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> Fuck. I almost had an aneurysm my laugh so fucking hard, man. Like, I started seeing black spots and shit. Oh, my God. So- that blew my fucking mind. That was fucking great, dude. Oh, that hurt. That hurt my fucking head. It was so funny. Um, so, anyways, you love the mini blondes. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. But, like I said, um, it was blind people picking out the socks right because like i said they're men's socks <laughs> let me tell you the color when you let's just try it this way yeah when i well, say let's not bullshit i've seen them i've seen them <laughs> you sent me a picture okay. but but like i said whenever i say men's clothing what colors do you think about for men's socks white you think of like white yeah black yeah brown maybe some, some kind of like tube know? sock thing where they're uh, white with a black ring around the top yeah yeah but you don't really stray too far from them them prime colors for male fashion am i wrong right no that's that's the that is the mecca of male fashion you either have sports socks that look sporty that are black or have like some color differentiation to them or you have like the white socks. That's it. I mean, men do, do not go with the argyle shit or the some kind of special shit. Like I said, that is Fucking totally magenta. women. Yeah, magenta. Shit yeah, like no, that. no. It's <laughs> unless they're trying to do some kind of weird business sock thing. You know what I mean? Business socks, dress socks are a totally different world. But well, yeah, I'm not talking about golfer socks, right, Richard. I'm, right. I'm talking about what you wear to work and to the fucking store and shit like that. Yes. Let me tell you what colors, or let me tell everybody listening what colors that were picked out for me, being a man. First pair I open up, I see fucking bright neon-ass green and black socks. Now, like I said, you know, for a child, that's fine. For um, a woman, that's fine. For a 37-year-old man, who is all man, mind you, eh, it don't really work for me. And then we got black and pink. 
black and pink like I'm goddamn Bret Hart, Richard. It's not going to work. I do. I'm looking at the socks right now, Josh, and it is a, I won't even say black. It's a charcoal pair of socks. It's charcoal color. <laughs> said charcoal. With two, <laughs> with two pinstripe horizontal lines at the top, like tube socks. But I imagine these are like ankle socks, right? No, these motherfuckers, dude, if you've seen them, you get stimulated as hell. They go up almost to the knee. All right, so I, you, I, you I withdraw everything. And I'm having to get one of them blind sticks to beat your ass off <laughs> to get away from me. That's how bad it would fucking be. Well, to beat me off, it would be like a blind stick. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> but I'm sitting here but looking yeah, at them. We got... We got uh, ash and yellow. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at them right now, and they have two pinstripe vertical tube sock lines at the very top, and it looks like the toe is yellow. So I get a very Jamaican feel from these, man. Yeah, man. Come to Florida. Come to Florida. Come to Florida Universal Studios. <laughs> Wear the fucking socks, baby. Wear the socks. And tell them the joke that you told me when I sent, them the, sent you the picture. He said, add a oh. C on two, two Bs there. <laughs> so, okay, so, got, so the socks are, they have two, <laughs> they have two, and you need to post this picture when we do the podcast. All right, so uh, when this comes out, this is Christmas week. So this is the week of Christmas. So if you're li- listening to this, Josh, this isn't going to be a bonus episode. We we are 37 minutes in. We still got a lot of material. So this is going to be its own episode, 124 uh, to be named later, the Christmas episode of 2019. Uh, go and look at Twitter, and Josh will post this picture. Josh, post something on your calendar to tell you to re- to remember to post this. It's a picture of the socks, and it's the the socks have two green, like I said, pinstripes at the top, like tube socks, but it also has two emblem, uh, two um, characters. Uh, sewn into the top of the sock and it says two bb and josh what was it i said to you like i said you said add a c to the end of that bad boy and that's what you got (laughs) two bbc's you got fucked with two bbc's baby because you got socks yeah at least (laughs) if at least if you had at least if you had a video of you taking those two you at least maybe go viral (laughs) you'd be popular at the truck stops Oh man, maybe your dad would talk to me <laughs> or one of your uncles. Hell, well he's he's <laughs> he's tried to talk to me. He sent me like twenty seven Facebook requests from like five different profiles. <laughs> I'm surprised he well, I mean he hasn't tried to get on our Twitter or so. Hell, he probably don't even know what Twitter is. I think I got some oh. cousins that I know that I've talked to that are probably stooging him off to what's going on. It does piss me off that he has seen a picture of my daughter. You know what I mean? It's like those little victories, like, oh, that that's a product of my semen semen. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want him to even see her. It's like, you know what I mean? I, do, I sound, do I sound petty saying that? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, the old man, like, in all realness, all jokes aside, he's... He is knock, knock, knocking on the devil's door, my friend, and he is deeply probably trying to you know right his wrongs and i guess he's just desperately trying to reach out to you aside from coming to your fucking door and and being intrusive or whatever but he's trying every way that he knows how to Uh, you know 
I don't know if it's every way he knows how. I think he's trying to extend an olive branch. It's kind of like when you're like trying to knock a bee's nest out of a tree with a football. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're just lobbing yeah, it up there. That way you can go back and tell Granny, hey, I tried to get it down. <laughs> I tried. You know, and it makes you feel better that right, you tried. Right. I guess that's what he's doing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just something like, uh, you know, like I said, the last time I talked to him, he had all these excuses like your mama well, didn't do this okay, and your mama well, didn't do that. Let's just do things this way. Yeah. I'll, I'll play Dr. Briley here. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Let me do this, Josh. You are an evil psychopath demon child that's come over here to murder everybody. Is that what you're going to say to and me? Maybe that is why <laughs> Calvin left you, Richard. Have you ever asked him that? So what I was going to say. demon child? No, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. So what I was going to say was the whole story about him being a pussy <laughs> with the whole like Marine Army and uh, 18 Wheeler. I just got back to it was because everybody told me like when I was like a two year old, the last time, one of the last times I was around him, he took one of my toys, picked me up, took the toy away. And everybody was like, motherfucker, why'd you take that toy away from that baby? And apparently I punched him in the nose and made his nose bleed. So everybody <laughs> told me that story. So anyways, that gets back to the whole, you know, him, like my family, like he was a pushy, <laughs> but anyways, you're going back into uh, Josh, Dr. Josh, uh, Dr. Josh Phil here. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I know you're angry and I know, you know, there's no way aside from a flux capacitor and getting up to 88 miles an hour that anything could be changed at this point. Yeah. But what if, what if somehow he got your phone number and you thought it was a scammer and you answered <laughs> and it's Calvin. Right? Right. It's Calvin. And he said, look, son. Or he don't even call you son. That might piss you off. Yeah. He says, look, Richard, this is Calvin. Now he'd call me son. That's the motherfucker he is. <laughs> no, no, but just, I, I'm just. Yeah, you know, no, I'm listening. I'm listening. Go ahead. If so facto it was to happen this way, what would you do? And he said, look, I'm sorry. There's, there's nothing I can say to take back everything that happened. I'm sorry for the way that I tried to paint the picture, you know, when you were a kid. I just want you to know I was wrong. I was wrong about everything, and all I want is to try to start some type of relationship with you and at least moving forward in life, try to make things as right as we possibly can. Like, would would you be into that? All right, so I want you to play the part of him right now. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call you dad. Can I call you dad? I'd prefer Calvin, but okay. whatever, okay. whatever makes you feel happy. So so pitch that to me again, like in short term. Pitch it to me again. Looks, uh, Richard, mm -hmm. if I may. Yeah. No, uh, call me Calvin son. Here. Call me son. Call me son. Look, son. Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, it's it's weird hearing son. Uh, son, I'll be back without hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> but. But go ahead. Call me son. <laughs> Look, son. Yes. Daddy. Oh, God. Yes. I just, I just hold on. want hold on, hold on, hold on. to... <laughs> Say it one more time. <laughs> Look, son. <laughs> Dad here. Daddy. That's fucking foreign as hell to you, ain't it? Yes. <laughs> That's like speaking Chinese to your ass. You ain't never heard that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never heard the word son from a male voice. 
Oh God! Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, Daddy. So, so, son. Yes. Look. Yeah. I, I know I talked a lot of shit about Gwendolyn. Yeah. And who is your mother? And I know that I wasn't there for you. Yeah. And I know that uh, there, are, there's nothing that I could say to go back and take away anything that happened. <laughs> And all of those fucked up conversations that we had. Those two? I just want you to know. You mean those two conversations we had? <laughs> yes, exactly. Over those thirty, over thirty six years. That's like one every eighteen years. <laughs> I know that. I know that. Look, I said I fucked up. Moving forward, is there any way that we could salvage this up? To, 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 to move forward and try to try to right all of the future wrongs. Is there any way we could do that, well, son? Da- Daddy, can, can I ask you for one favor? Sure, anything. I'm all ears, son. All ears. Can I ask you to come to Black Time Boxing January 4th, 2020? It is a fight for a cure. Black Time Boxing January 4th, 2020. I'm going to be there alongside Josh talking about MMA and kickboxing action, a fight for a cure, and it is a great cause. We do this every year for the past four years. This is the fourth annual Black Time Boxing, a fight for the cure. And if you can be in Jackson or if you can be in the Jackson area January 4th, buy your tickets now on blacktimeboxing.com. And support a great cause. Like I said, we do this every year. And this is for type 1 diabetes, for juvenile diabetes. Once again, Jackson, Tennessee, 2020 on January 4th. Be there. If you can't be there, follow us on Pop Poncho on Facebook. We'll cut in and out, try to bring you some of the action with live commentary. Right, Josh? Exactamundo, and I cannot wait to stream the live action and us do the commentary over a few of the fights on the Pop Poncho on Facebook. Uh, I guess you'd call it a, a group. You friend us, but it could be a group. You're all you're all our companions, and it is for a great cause, juvenile type one diabetes. And I tell you what, Calvin would have never known if you had juvenile type one diabetes because. <laughs> He wasn't around. <laughs> so, like I said, after that commercial, son, is there any way we could patch this up? Any way at all? Possibly if you come to the Jackson Civic Center on January 4th, <laughs> 2020, buy a ticket. General admission is the only thing available. You won't be anywhere within 20 yards of me, but you'll see all the great action. Son, I hate to interrupt your commercial. Yeah, yeah. Is there any way if I could make it to Jackson, could you comp me a ticket? Those tickets are available on blacktimeboxing.com. Get your tickets now. No comps. This is all. I don't even make money for this, Father. <laughs> oh, the music ran out. I don't even make. Hold on. I don't even make money for this, Father. <laughs> This is my one charitable event every year, so you're going to have to buy a ticket, and possibly we'll talk. I mean, let's say, let, let's do it like this. $20 for a chance to talk to the son you abandoned. 
pretty good deal. <laughs> is there any way that he could get like a VIP package where oh. if he pays 50 that maybe he could go for a car ride like to the gas station to I mean, get some snacks? I, I like, don't know about that, Josh. He could he could find that out by going to blacktieandboxing.com like everyone else uh, and and looking at all the ticket options there. But once again, January 4th, 2020, Black Tie and Boxing, a fight for a cure. Go to blacktieandboxing.com right now for your chance for tickets. It's Christmas time, Josh. We got a little bit of Mariah Carey here with All I Want for Christmas. I don't know if you can hear this, but your woman's singing. It is just faintly, faintly showing up in the the background. But your woman's singing, Josh. Oh, it is. I tell you what. If, if, oh, I can't. There's so many illegitimate children that has happened because of this woman that just never made it, you know? Yep. Two blind brothers' socks have absorbed a lot of children. I know you're not here now, Josh, but I I wanted to take a bathroom break, and I'm pissing in a cup right now. Do what now? Say what? (laughs) What did you say? Nothing. (laughs) We're just enjoying some Christmas music. Uh-huh. Mariah Carey, your girl. Did you say you were literally pissing in a cup? No. <laughs> <laughs> that it, that does not surprise me at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> why would that surprise you? I mean, why would that not surprise you? Uh, you know, if nobody's looking, uh, I wouldn't put it past you. Why? Why is that? Well, uh, I mean, why is that that? When nobody's looking, I wouldn't put it past you to do things like that. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Well, because uh, I don't know. It's just it seems like it's your type of behavior. <laughs> but you know, I'm be honest. I filled the cup, Josh. <laughs> and the cup runneth over with uh, uh, fermented Tito's that has been inside my <laughs> my liver. Oh man, I you know I, I'm sitting here looking at. The Mariah Carey uh, version of this song. Which is not good, because if you got what I think you got in your hand right now, (laughs) I do not want to be on the phone with you, brother. Just say something like her. (laughs) Yeah, try to sound as much like her as you possibly can. No, I mean, we were sitting there looking out. Well, I was looking at the video. Sitting there looking at the video, I kind of see what you saw in her at one time. Oh, definitely. I see at least two reasons. And, um, <laughs> well, when, like, honestly, when I think she was at her best looking was when those two reasons weren't even there. Oh, well, I mean, she was a beautiful woman, you know, yeah. but I'm just saying when them two reasons really started to pop up and <laughs> show up, if you will, in honestly, the latter 90s. Wow. Yeah. Well, honestly, towards the, like, now part of her career. It's like when you see it, you just see a, you know, a tubby girl with a voice that's strained. You know what I mean? Still no. beautiful. Eh, I mean, yes. I don't know what you're talking about. 
She is. I mean, I'm not, I'm not dodging her. I'm not dodging. Dodging her? <laughs> yeah, I'm dodging Mariah Carey right now. <laughs> Which gets me to something else. Somebody that probably was dodging Mariah Carey. <laughs> so, Josh, I sent you, um, and this is a little holiday teaser. Maybe we'll see something at the beginning of the year out of this. So, all right. So, if you're fans of our show, if you've listened to our show in the past, what, month and a half, Josh? Have we talked about this in the month and a half that we've been talking? I feel like we have, but I really don't know, to be honest with you. Everything just kind of runs together. Yeah. So in the past like month and a half, me and Josh have talked on here about certain little things in, in family life and everything. And we we mentioned that back in the day... You know, can we call it the day? Would that be, would that be correct? We calling it the day. I mean, we could just say like twenty three years ago. Yeah. But just however you want to say it. Yeah. So back in the day, so nineteen ninety six, you know, we were encountered by this man that came into our lives via my uncle Freddie. And if you remember Uncle Freddie from back in the day of us doing this podcast, we, he was the one that we talked about, and we had this segment which. I told my family about us having this segment and it made them all laugh. Uh, the keeping it sharp with Freddie. But mean, don't go listen to it now. <laughs> don't go listen to it. <laughs> it, is, it is our tribute to Freddie and apparently Andy Kaufman because the only people that enjoyed it was us. Uh, it right. was a two-minute segment of uh, our imitation of uh, my passed-away uncle, Freddie Collins. And his his jokingly how he used to sharpen knives that was his hobby he would just sharpen pocket knives and he now would... he had a couple of different hobbies one of them was sharpening <laughs> knives and the other one was trying to decode the Tennessee lottery like it was uh, fucking the Da Vinci Code or whatever not the Tennessee lottery <laughs> he he passed away like five years after we got the lottery here in Tennessee. He tried to decode the Powerball, Josh. The uh, was it the Kentucky Kentucky lottery, lottery and the Powerball? Uh, for oh, like, like the national Powerball. Yes, <laughs> for ten years, this man. If you left a notebook around, he would pick it up and start writing numbers in it like fucking Rain Man to try to. And I see originally a T. That's the winner right there. Look, look, watch. Watch. I'm gonna go up there and get some tickets tomorrow. And then, the, and then the next week he would show you how he was like two numbers off here and one number off there because <laughs> they did the multiplier differently. <laughs> see, it hit the five ball instead of the eight. See, that's, I didn't count on that. So, so, anyways, me and Josh and my uncle Freddie, who was keeping it sharp, uh, had this visitor, and it was a relative of ours that. That a relative is of mine and Uncle Freddy's, not Josh's. Josh was not. Josh that had motherfucker, a motherfucker. He the way he impacted us, he might as well have been an <laughs> uncle or something. He he was he's your Uncle Danny. <laughs> he's, he's Uncle Danny. It's Uncle Danny. <laughs> so so Josh had an Uncle Danny that was a professional wrestler that we all looked up to. But I think as we get older, apparently I have a relative named Danny who might as well be Uncle. We'll call him Uncle Danny. He's older than us. It's Richard's Uncle Danny. Yeah, it's my like Uncle it. Danny. And apparently, this Uncle Danny has bought it. Now, he, now let me let me backpedal before I say what he's done. Uh, when we were younger in 1996, he told us a story, Josh, about how he was bodyguarding for all these bands. 
and he was he was telling us and it was like two degrees off of freezing you know if if 32 degrees is cool you know that's cool as a kid he was telling us stories about these bands that were 35 degrees you know what i mean does that make sense like if ice cold is is cool to the population of teenagers at the time uh, and ice cold now would be somebody like Post Malone. Let's just say that Post right, Malone right. is 32 degrees right now. He is ice cold. All right. So uh, in our terms, he was telling us stories about bands that were 35, 36 degrees. It would be like him telling you a story about 98 degrees. <laughs> hey, y'all ever remember the Jeff Healy band? Well, I bodyguarded for the blind singer one night in Seattle. I had to whoop 10 women off of him. So, I mean, damn shit ever. Now, here's the thing it's easy to mock this because it's easy to look at that and go, that is hilarious, you know, the Jeff Healy band. But these stories were so outlandish and so cool that we were like, hey, even though the band is 36 degrees, you know, it's like, that's kind of a cool story, you know? Well, that and you got to understand this guy, like, you know how you can tell when somebody's bullshitting you? Yeah. Like the way their their facials, um, the change in tone and yeah. the inconsistencies. If you ever ask them about something they've already talked about, yeah. there's usually something like that. This guy had none of that. <laughs> this guy was telling the gospel truth. Like he was like he was hooked to a polygraph test and he was passing that motherfucker like with flying colors. Oh, it was flatter than the fucking uh, Nebraska landscape. That <laughs> motherfucker, he was telling the truth. Right. I know it. Like he was telling stories about how this guy tried to jump the uh third drummer in Chicago and he crushed his windpipe with a savat kick and then threw a roundhouse. No, one of us, I don't know who it was, but one of us busted his balls about karate and he, he said, Oh yeah, you don't think that and did a fucking roundhouse kick that got like two (laughs) feet away from our faces. And we were like, damn, (laughs) he shut us up quick. Yeah. Like he was for real. So, so, I say all that, Josh, because till yesterday, we had no clue who this guy was. This he, motherfucker was like the Slender Man. Yeah. We, we've seen, <laughs> you know, we had the one experience with him. And then from that moment on, it's just stories. It's just like he might as well have been made up because we never knew his name, anything. Right. So we had no clue who he was. And, and to be honest with you, there was only four people. That was a a privy to that meeting that we had that day. It was you, me, my uncle Freddie, and this guy, right? So, and we were sitting there going, the only two people that know about this that are still alive are me and you, because we don't know who the third guy was. And uncle Freddie passed away like six years ago. So we don't have a person to ask who in the world was this guy. And the only other person from that day that would have known would have been your grandma and yeah. she passed away before uncle Freddie. Yeah. She passed away like in 2003. So like 17, 18 years ago, that's even, so cool. it was pretty much a stop sign. Yeah. I mean, we were pretty much done with this journey until yesterday, Josh. So yesterday when I was recording this yesterday, me and my family had a Christmas dinner type get together Christmas lunch that turned into a dinner. It was an all day affair. 
And we talked There's about, enough of you where I could imagine that it would have been a couple of days. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about all kinds of old stories, like how did we ever fit all these people in a 16 by 16 room for Christmas? Because we used to do that. You used to pile all of us into a 16 by 16 room. And there's like enough that it would be a very respectable TIWF show. I mean, it would be <laughs> packed, it would be a packed TIWF show it's if we were like all a, there. A double TIWF show. God, I hate TIWF. Anyways, um, <laughs> anytime I can take a shot at that shitty promotion. Uh, but anyways, we're sitting there talking and we're like uh, talking about old times and talking about all this stuff. And for some reason, Josh. We were talking about, you know, old Freddy stories and me and you talking about stuff. And I'm Joe. Oh, yeah. Me and Josh talked about him chasing him around the house with a, a pocket knife and him being scared. And oh, yeah. Josh told us this story and we talked about it on the show. Like I'm promoting our podcast really big at our family event, which so is, indeed Christmas will be weird as fuck next, next year. year. <laughs> if anybody does take heed and go listen to our shows. Yeah, Richard Lee, we heard you talking about whacking one off with socks. I didn't know Richard Lee was banging it to that damn <laughs> Oculus now. That's just that's weird as hell to me. I, I feel weird. I touched the controller. I just know his willy was in that hand at one time. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I'm sitting here like promoting the show, which like you said, like we just talked about, uh, probably not a good thing. It's going to probably ruin Christmas next year for me and being the young Richard Lee baby of the family. Hey, you'll know if you get like a liter of Jack Daniels as your dirty Santa present, <laughs> if they've been listening or not. Oh, no, God, no, dude. <laughs> we are definitely, this is the Bible Belt family gathering. Uh, and I have a cousin that has joked about bringing a dirty Santa gift that is just a liter of Jack. And he still doesn't pull the trigger on it because it might fuck up Christmas for the rest of time. Like until that person, until the person that hosts his Christmas is dead, it will until who gets pissed off. Yes. Dies. Yes. It will be weird. As like, fuck. no, not, not that it might just cancel Christmas for that. Side oh, of damn. It. Yeah. So, so we just won't even do it no more. <laughs> Let's be like Calvin. Y'all gonna Let's just be like Calvin and quit. <laughs> Y'all gonna You'll pull do that? Yeah, y'all gonna pull that Pussy shit. I don't want that shit in my house. <laughs> that kind of shit. Right. So uh but anyways, um long story short, we're talking about stories about like all this stuff that happened and for some reason, Josh, this sparked in my head and I'm like, so let me ask you a question. I'm sitting there with all of my aunts except for one. Uh my mom, my two and uh, my two aunts and one of them had already left back home. But uh, I'm sitting there with two of my aunts and my mom, and I'm sitting there talking to them. And I said, there was this guy. Who were the aunts? Which ones did you have? Uh, so I'm sitting there with my aunt Connie and my aunt Wanda and my mom. My aunt Tina had already left back to Nashville. Uh, and we're sitting there talking about, you know, old family stories and stuff. And we stayed like two hours longer than anybody talking about just stories about my grandmother and the PTSD that she gave everybody with the way she acted at certain times, you know, still, you know, you love your family, but you know, they fucked you up, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> like, this is the reason why I have he this. Stop hitting me that hard when I turned 18. <laughs> then he only just started slapping me. He stopped using his fist when I got my driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so we're sitting there telling war stories about my grandmother and everything. And I, for some reason in the, 
in the heat of the moment of us talking about Freddy and everything, uh, it sparked a memory about our encounter with the mysterious man that Savat kicked a man and broke his windpipe. And I just thought to ask, and I said, Hey, uh, got a question. You just sparked a memory. I said, me and Josh talk about this on our podcast for the past couple of weeks. I said, there's this guy that one time came up to me and Freddie. He, he was a, a relative of us. He's like an uncle or something of us. That's related cousin. And I said, he was a roadie or a bodyguard, and before I could even get bodyguard out of my mouth, my Aunt Wanda goes, Danny Blue. And I said, what? And she's like, that's his name. And I was like, oh, is he is he dead? Is he still alive? And my wife goes, here's a picture of him. He's got a Facebook. Jackpot. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God. Julie, send me that picture because I couldn't find him. He doesn't spell his name like the initial color blue, like B-L-U-E. It's spelled differently. So I'm sitting there looking him up feverishly on Facebook and can't find him. I'm seeing all these people, and I'm like, this isn't him. And my wife sends me a picture of him. And I send it to you, Josh. And if I could quote exactly what you said when I sent you this picture, and I'm, gonna, I'm going to pull it up right now and tell you exactly what you said, because I don't want to trust you and your your revisionist history here, Josh. <laughs> I want to tell you exactly. My bullet point yes. maker, making ability. So, and I, so I'm going to read you the, the post that I sent you. I said, this man's name is Danny Blue, a.k.a. the man that bodyguarded all of those bands that we talked that and talked to us that day. He is still alive. And they and they and they, and there may have been some validity to the stories. Apparently, he body, bodyguarded for Michael Jackson. Want to get him on the show? Question mark. And your response was, "Oh my God, that's tremendous! Looks more badass than I remember. We need to get a shirt with that portrait on it." <laughs> <laughs> because the yes. I've seen dollar signs, baby. He looks like a a native, like, let's be honest. He looks like a Native American Asian Chuck Norris. Does he not? (laughs) With a mullet. It's awesome. The dude looks awesome. So we talked about it, and I said, go check out his Facebook, Josh. And what did you, you sent me a picture of two things. Tell me that, like, just so we know, so the people out there know, we're not bullshitting about how badass this man is. Like, and I told you it was like that, that movie Big Fish or Real Fish or whatever that 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 movie was something with, with a fish. Yeah. Something, something, I'm gonna be honest a with you. A fish I called don't know Wanda. What you're talking about? But I sent you two pictures. Well, hold on. The, what I was talking about is there's this movie. I think it's called Big Fish, where this man told his kids all these bedtime stories, and they find out that the bedtime stories were true. Like he fought giants, he swam in the oceans, blah blah blah. Like I don't. I never watched the movie. I just heard about it, but. We heard these rumors of this story about this guy at one time, and we were like, we shrugged it off as, oh, that was probably bullshit. But then we saw his Facebook page, and Josh, what was the two pictures you saw you you sent me? Now, I, I want to preface it with this: I just sent you two of what pictures that I thought were the funniest. Yes. But this man, he's got pictures with everybody. On his Facebook. And I'm talking about, this is pictures of fucking everybody. He had a picture with fucking David Allen Greer. He had a picture with uh, uh, one of those guys from, uh, what was it, Steely Dan? Yes. And, (laughs) dude, 
but I sent you two pictures. Yeah. One of them was with that guy who sang, uh, you remember his name was Geraldo yes. or Geraldo. He sung that song. Rico, Rico Suave. <laughs> I think we've had it now, on our show is, before. This is Geraldo during the Rico Suave days. This is like <laughs> present day Geraldo. Yes. This is during Rico Suave. He's got a picture, a shirtless Geraldo, and he's just sitting there with a shitty grin on his face like, yeah, we just snorted a line together. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and like, I'll, do, do, I mean, do you want to read what I sent you with this last pic? No, you, you go ahead. You go ahead. So I send you a picture of Mr. Danny Blue. And this now, is straight from his Facebook page, right? Yes. And like we said, we mentioned old Lance. He's been... Uh, arrested and banned from Facebook for, I, I don't know if it was for a day or what. <laughs> You're talking and about Lance all he said Levine or Lance? What's Levine? Lance? Levine? Levine? Levin? Levin. Levin. Yeah. Levin. Lance Levin, he was banned for saying, you know, white trash hicks. Yeah. And which, you know, it's just words. Yeah. It's just words. You can paint a picture with a thousand of them. Am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> but anyways, Danny Blue is so badass that he can have titty pictures on his Facebook. And not only No, that, wait, wait, wait. When you say titty pictures, are you talking about his titties? No, 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 no. He is with, and I'm assuming this is a pornographist, uh, a pornographist. Is that a word? Pornographic? A pornographist. Artist? Is that a word? Pornographicist? Well, if it's not, I want to make it one. <laughs> this is a young lady who obviously probably did. It's not Lita Ford, and that's the only blonde woman from metal that I know, but she's dressed up like somebody who was a metal singer. <laughs> and uh, she's wearing a uh, a coupless bra. Yeah. It definitely... <laughs> a leather coupless bra. And Danny is standing right beside her, and she has that big titty pressed up against him. And... It's all titty. There's yeah. nothing holding it back. And he has had this picture on yeah, his face. Yeah, hold on. So your comment was, LMAO, this mofo has had a titty pic on his Facebook since 2015, and no one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how badass this motherfucker is. He's had a, right. an open source titty picture, like yes. a chick that has bondage titty-like expose on his Facebook. Like, And when we say expose, it's like just leather around the outline of everything that you're supposed to see on the titty. <laughs> and it's then a couple of yeah, everything you're not supposed to see it's out there and it's one of them and it's on his Facebook picture. And like I said, he is so badass that Mark Zuckerberg is shook. Yeah. This motherfucker is shook. He won't even ban him. <laughs> It's like, it's been there for four years. Maybe Lance should have got old Danny Blue on Mark Zuckerberg's ass. Then he wouldn't have got his ban or suspension or whatever it was. So we said all this, Josh, to say this. I'm kicking the tires on trying to get him on. And I was told that he has, like, when I was explained to him, like, when I was explained to uh, what he sounds like and everything, it sounds like he has a very deep, raspy voice. Like I heard the impersonation, not impersonation, but they said, this is the way he talks. You know, no, I not, no you don't have to do it. I remember <laughs> the way this motherfucker talks. You don't even have to do it. And I can do it for you. And, it's and you badass. tell me, am I right? Go ahead and do it. 
because I remember, I still remember excerpts of him talking to us when I was a kid. Well, like, can and the quote, way he approached you, us, can you he quote, said, "Can you quote one right now? Just quote one, like a line that he said, a sentence that he said in his voice." He said, "Guys, I have bodyguarded all the famous movie stars, <laughs> all of the famous music stars, Michael Jackson, all of them, Bill Bibb DeVoe, all of them." <laughs> Am I wrong? So you're not wrong. The only thing that was overstated was the bass in his voice now. So it might be with age that the Southern voice has gone bassy, <laughs> you know, but, but like I said, you're right on point with what I heard, you know? So, I mean, just everything about this man is legend and I want to talk to him. So I'm kicking the tires. I sent him a message. I sent you a copy of the message I sent him. It was basically one of the most groveling messages I've sent. And this is the same groveling type message I've sent to uncle Danny. I've sent it to Dave Brown, any uh, Olympic gold medalist, uh, summer Sanders, any important person that we've had on the show has gotten this groveling message. That is how much we respect this I don't man. Even, I don't even think any, uh, Headbanger Thrasher got this. No, uh, this much of a message. <laughs> to be honest with you, it was two paragraphs of just we appreciate your work, sir. We want to have you on. And <laughs> let's be honest, this might be from what I've told. This man is very long winded, and with the stories that he can tell, like with the possibility that these are all real stories. And he has 30 years in the bodyguard and crushing windpipe roadhouse stories that he could tell. Like, dude, this could be a three, four part series that puts us on the map of being a, a radio show, Josh, or a podcast. Like, this could be the thing that puts us over the top. So I'm like, please, God, come on and tell us your stories because, like, we would love to hear. And, you know, from what I remember, he's an excellent storyteller and um you can hear the sincerity in his voice and i cannot wait i hope he is as animated as i remember and uh i hope you know at some point if we do get big enough to where we actually start doing some type of live event type thing maybe we have some kind of wrestling thing at some point or something but if we in fact ever do anything like that we have got to get this motherfucker <laughs> so he can have his own little expose piece and tell some stories to the crowd. Because I mean, it, it it's so awesome. And I hope, like I said, I hope so badly that he's as animated as I remember. And man, I think you took line and sinker with all this, uh, paragraph or this fucking novel. You sent him, he's going to have to take a goddamn nap before he reads all of it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. If we ever do one of those live shows, you're talking about this guy will be our bodyguard. You know, if he, oh, definitely, if he, I won't be worried about a fucking thing. <laughs> if he's our bodyguard, well, I mean, if he, if he's good enough to throat kick the guy that's trying to get Steve Perry's autograph, he's good enough for me. And uh, I tell you what, Josh, with that being said, that's a little teaser of what you're going to hear. I mean, this is pretty much the last episode of 2019. We're about to venture into our third year. Well, I guess we already are on our third year, but we're venturing into our third full year of P3 Radio in 2020. We'd like to say Merry Christmas to everyone out there. And P3 Radio Land for episode 124. Josh, what do they need to do if they want to hear some of our shows from the past or get in touch with us? 
Well, however you're listening to this show right now, go to the archives. We have all kind of interviews lined up in there. I'm talking about Super Bowl champions, Olympic gold medalists, wrestling legends, WWE Hall of Famers, and so much more. And if you want to get with us on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. On Facebook, put in your search bar, Pop Poncho, and you will see our picture. And if you want to get with us via text message or leave us a voicemail, make it funny. We might play it on the show. Our number is 731-300-6675. That is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And hopefully soon to come, Josh... We'll be the station bringing you the man that watched a man die that got really close to Johnny Cash. And hopefully we'll bring that to you in January or February or sometime in the next year in 2020. But we would like to say once again, Merry Christmas from P3 Radio and Happy New Year 2020 on its way. For Josh Brawley, this is Rich Mulligan saying thanks for listening. And good night.